This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. Today we get to talk with the founders, directors, and the men and women who are involved with Life Camp USA. Today with us is Mark Newman. He's the founder. Now, Mark, tell us a little bit, what is Life Camp USA? It's a camp we started for middle school age boys who have lost their fathers either in U.S. military or law enforcement service. Killed in action, accident service, had taken their own lives, so suicide as well. And so we built a camp for these young men that we get off to a wilderness spot around the country, 10 men and 10 boys. So we've got a camp of uh, 20 in total. It's a smaller, more intimate group for these young men to get away and learn about uh, life lessons that are they're going to be facing things and things that they're Dads, we believe, would really want them to learn in life. And this is boys age 11? 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Yeah, 11 11. to 13. Okay. If it's the last opportunity and someone's pushing 14, we've had a few come in. So it's such a tough time in life. I remember that growing up, what a challenge it was, you know, making friends. Um, You know, you come out of elementary school, and after middle school, you're going into high school. That's a big life change. And we just know that, you know, growing up today is probably 10 times harder than it was 20, 30 years ago with the devices and just all the social media stuff and pressures that are out there. So this camp is really designed to help them face the world and understand that God's there for them, right? The stand in the gap for their fathers. So let's talk statistics and numbers. Mm-hmm. Why the middle school boys and what kind of problem are we looking at here? There's about 3,000 kids a year coming through that age group that we can serve. Between killed in action statistics, which are about 7,000 a military anyway, that have passed away through uh, service. But another 30,000 men have actually succumbed to um, suicide or taken their own lives. So there is a large group there in the law enforcement side. Liv is even probably two times that. It's over 100,000 law enforcement officers who have taken their lives and, since 2000. And so we're trying to do just you know a small part, take a step here. We, we only started it two years ago, so we're growing. So any of you moms listening that want your sons to go to a camp to learn about being a man and things that are coming their way in the future, working hard, character building concepts like resilience, identity, hard work, discipline, even a little financial management so they don't spend all their money on candy. And we also have Garrick Lewis with us. He is Special Ops Command and uh, he's a mentor with the camp. Uh, Garrick, tell us how you got involved. About three years ago, I was working in North Carolina and the military's funny. There's, there's like an old sergeant like myself. I've been in the military The joke is forever, about 27 years. And then there's a team leader, and the way it works is a team leader and the team sergeant kind of work together, almost like a husband and wife, and we got a bunch of young airmen that that we support and take care of and and do our work. And I had just gotten orders for lovely Tampa Bay, so we had been recently moved down to Tampa and trying to get into the new job. And one of my old team leaders out of the blue gave me a call. And our community had been having a rough go of it, like a lot of uh, Special Operations Command, where we had lost soldiers and airmen, Navy and Marines. My old team leader said, hey, like, you were kind of the team sergeant, the team daddy, and I know you're a man of God and you're strong in your faith. What do you think about this camp that is going to be starting? And it really spoke to me. And I remember asking my wife, and it was was a, a tough time. I was coming back from training and literally switch one plane flight to then meet a bunch of boys in Minnesota on our way to Wisconsin. 
I was excited, but I was nervous. I meet three young boys mm -hmm. and I talk to them and I started thinking, well, this is like going on a mission. This is like going on a deployment. So as I'm meeting the boys, I said, hey, we gotta, we're, we're all going to band together. We're going to meet some great mentors and we're going to make some great friends. And, and it was so neat because I remember we showed up in Wisconsin and here's this amazing, wild and crazy Mark, the camp, camp director. And like, he's like, wow, you guys are, are like a, a tight unit and, and ready to go. And I said, yeah, we're, we're excited. We're excited. Let's talk about when a kid comes to camp. How do you get them to be a part of the group? There's definitely a lot of mentorship from the team, from, from the adults. And it was neat to see, even in day one, all of a sudden these boys would just band together. And after our first day when we were reviewing mm -hmm. the day's activities, we're like, wow, these boys are like setting the example for us. That's and it awesome. was so neat because they were really, you know, we had a boy the first year who was really quiet. And, and the mother said, like, he doesn't really talk a lot. And all of a sudden, by day three, he is, who's mm -hmm. that yelling down by the, the swimming hole? Who's, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, and just out of his shell. And we really start getting into, as we're having fun in these wonderful, you know, lakes and wilderness environment, but we're starting to talk about God in heaven and that you have an ally who is always with you. We don't mince words. We say, look, you're going to be challenged. This world is going to come at you and it's going to seem overwhelming. And we apply as a military guy, it, it seems natural to start talking to the boys about map reading and compass reading. And we say, hey, this is map reading in the woods. This is your compass so you can navigate. Well, there's also a Bible and there's a God in heaven who is going to help you and is like your map and your compass to navigate this earth and make the right decisions. And oh, by the way, when you're challenged and you fail, God is there to pick you up. And the armor and the scar tissue that you might get, that is also strength. And it's neat to see by the end of the week, these boys have this empowerment. Not only are they engaged and they have these like lasting friendships, we see through our, we, every month we'll have Zoom sessions and there's still this lasting friendship and they're talking to each other and, oh, I heard you got this job and now you're working here or, or oh, wow, you, you lost weight and you're working out in the gym now and you're on the football team. Wow, that's amazing. And it is as much beneficial for the boys as it is for the mentors. So let's talk about that. The biggest changes you see in the boys and maybe reports from their families, um, Mark or Garrick, either one of you can answer this. One of our boys on the first year had a really a strong lisp, and you could see, you could feel the pain. He did not feel comfortable talking, would not talk in the group at first. A year later, and he was one of the boys that went to the second camp. He was one of the leaders, and he's talking. And I remember, you know, talking to Mark and some of the other mentors, and like, this is the same boy from the first camp who is now this showing the way to the other boys. And it was just, it was amazing. I'd add to that, that, you know, we have this first year camp, a one week experience out in the wilderness that is just over the top. And our goal is that these boys remember that week as one of the highlights, honestly, of their life at that yeah. point of like, that mm -hmm. was awesome. And they might be ready to you know, give all the boys an opportunity to get to know God and, and then give, if they feel like, Hey, this is important in my life. I want to follow Jesus. It's awesome. Some of them aren't ready, right? Some of the boys are just like going through life and it doesn't matter. We're teaching them those life character building things regardless of the spiritual outcome at camp. 
But um, we have a follow-up. So it isn't just that one week at camp. We've now, after we've learned this on the on the run as we've been building, sure. is we do monthly Zoom meetings. So all the uncles like Garrick and Lauren get on and we have a Zoom meeting with the boys and devotion and we touch back to what the lesson was at camp last Sunday night. We all were on the Zooms and it was resilience. So the guy who led resilience, the mentor, went back through that with the boys and each month we touch base and we call that life care. So we have Life Camp USA and this program is called Life Care. And been involved, they have an opportunity to go to Life Camp 2.0. So we're now starting, this year will be our first year for a second year that these boys can come back because of just knowing that stage of life, like we said, middle school, sure. we can have two years of building into them and investing in them foundational concepts. It's going to make a big difference. So yeah, we're not just a one week fun time. You know, we're dealing with everything, like we said, from grief that these boys are dealing with to just life lessons that are important for them to learn. We did this interview last year to talk with Mark, and there was a gentleman listening to this radio station, and this is the power of radio. We talk about this all the time, that um, heard us talking about the camp and got involved. His name is Lauren Schumard, and Lauren started listening. Lauren was one of my campers back in the day when we did summer camp. Lauren, how many years ago is this? 1990 something. So get this. Lauren heard about the Life Camp USA on Spirit FM from me, who was his camp counselor. Now he's involved with another camp. So don't ever say that God doesn't work in strange and mysterious ways. So Lauren, tell everyone you spoke with Mark and then yes now I I am the director of operations of Life Camp USA and you know if you would have asked me a year ago how had I been doing this job I would have never thought of it I was full head steam to the financial industry when I went to Life Camp last year I thought it was going to be an opportunity for me to get there share Jesus to these boys and and my testimony and you know possibly come back the next year what I found there was this in- incredible curriculum that Mark and Jane put together. Just the, the Bible verses that are involved, the, the lessons that we teach, you know, the survival skills. And then Garrick mentioned, you know, we talk about land navigation, following our map and compass and relating that to, you know, this is what Jesus Christ is in our lives. What I experienced there was this incredible program that only two years in existence you know, you would have never known that that this was only its second year, and never would I expect in seven days time frame, a third of these boys, sometimes half of these boys in these camps, were becoming complete believers. So, Lauren, tell us how can someone get involved? You know, our biggest need right now is helping out these families. If you know a family, uh, a Gold Star family or a law enforcement family who has uh, lost a father through sacrifice, either through his active duty service or even suicide. We want to take that boy in for a week. We want to teach him, you know, man skills, life skills. But if if people can get involved, the best way to contact us is through lifecampusa.org. There is a tab up there that, you know, you can click on sure. and get involved. We are looking for founding partners because we are still in startup mode and the numbers are telling us to expand. As Mark mentioned, the really the biggest need right now is finding those boys. If you have any of those families in mind, 
If you have any organizations that you have worked with in the past, uh, please have them reach out to us. So let's just say if you're you're not a military person, you can't be a mentor, you don't know a child, how else can you get involved? What else do you need this year? Well, I think, you know, Lauren touched, touched on the campers. There's so many kids we can reach. There are men out there like Lauren was last year who are thinking, how can I use the gifts God, God's given me? Love for the outdoors, wanting to invest in, in the younger generation. So mentors, you know, we have background checks and everything to make sure because that, that's- You don't really have to be in, in the military to don't need be to a be mentor? In the military, no. Okay. Or law enforcement. Out of the 10 men in each camp, we have probably three to four that would have military or mm-hmm. law enforcement okay. background. The other six are lame guys, not lay, <laughs> lame guys like me. <laughs> so Laymen. I joke, laymen, yes. exactly. <laughs> and then the last, you know, is funding. Lauren mentioned too, we are uh, looking for donors that want to get involved and support what we're doing. And so that would be a huge blessing. How much is well. it for a, a camper well, each week? Let's just throw a number out. Uh, 50, 45 to 50,000 for the camp with air, you know, we're flying all these people sure. into Airfare. the camps. And there's a lot of hurdles, but God's got us on a mission. So we know he's going to provide the funds. But if someone out there is hearing this and wants to get involved, you know, follow up on our website or call Lauren and we'd love to plug in in the mentor role or as a donor. And if you know families, you know, we commonly think of the sacrifice that our service people have made and uh, active duty and they get killed and it it becomes obviously a, a big attention getter. But a lot of times the suicide and men who have taken their own lives, that whole story is very different. And so the campers, the boys who have come to camp, uh, that their fathers have been killed in action, there's kind of this feel of, you know, my pops died as a hero. And it's just this is sensitive to talk about, but it's so impactful. But we were really impressed by a lot of the moms that my wife talked with last year, that the boys whose fathers took their own lives have this different feeling, obviously, about the passing. and Yeah, shame so we, feeling, yeah, yes. It's just a bigger struggle uh, for a lot of those young men. So we have a honor service we do where as men, we honor all the boys together and the sacrifice their fathers have made, especially on the side of suicide that those men, you know, they've sacrificed in a different way. There aren't too many guys going to the military today that don't realize they're putting their mind at risk, right? Mm-hmm. With PTSD, that's pretty common. People know it. They're still going out and serving our country, knowing they could come back and sacrificing in a different way. So we let these boys know their dads died serving our country and giving of themselves and actually the ultimate way too they gave up their minds and so we honor these young men and spin that story narrative to your your father died a hero big time and he gave of himself in the biggest Mm -hmm. way and knew it now i'd like to talk to your wife jane about her role in life camp usa tell me your role in life camp usa well mark and i we've we've i've come alongside each other actually we've done working on all the founding things that we needed to do to pull the camp together so and you talk to the moms you you calm the moms okay tell us tell us the conversations maybe that you have sure yeah there is reluctancy a lot of the moms just have apprehension understandably that the boys have lost their fathers and the moms are holding on to their kids, and they're holding tight. And they are also looking for help. They want their sons to grow up to be men of character. They want them to experience a lot of the things that their dads would have taught them. And they just don't have the time and you know the resources themselves to be able to take them fishing or take them hiking or be in the outdoors. Maybe just speak to a mom that's listening right now that's kind of like going, oh, my son would definitely benefit from this, but I just don't know. Yeah. So I I get that. They're feeling uncertain. Is this safe? 
putting your son on a plane and sending him someplace feels uncomfortable. But when those boys get off the plane and they did it, and there's a mentor at the gate waiting for them, an uncle who says, you know, I am Uncle Mark. Welcome. We've got you. And we send that picture to those moms. It's a really cool feeling for those boys to have accomplished flying someplace. And then they just immediately bond with those other boys. It's like, I don't know, there's some kind of spiritual super glue that happens at that moment when they find these new friends. Again, the website is Life Camp USA. And if you know of a family that could benefit from this camp, please get involved. Don't wait. It's really a beautiful ministry. Life Camp USA. And guys, I just want to say say thank you for coming in today. Thank you. You're listening to How We See It, a look at issues and ministries that are having an impact in our community and world. If you missed any of today's program, you'll find a copy on Spirit FM SoundCloud page. There's a link to it at myspiritfm.com. Now, back to our program. I'm getting the awesome pleasure to talk with Father David Guffey this morning, and he is involved with a project called Catholic Central. Hey, Father David. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. So tell everyone a little bit about Catholic Central. Sure. Catholic Central is a video series that has videos that explain some of the truths and some of the realities of Catholic tradition, scripture, spirituality, liturgy. It's aimed at young people. And what we've done is we've created a series that uses great information, but we found entertainment writers that have made it fun and with some humor in it. It's been a way to bring some important stuff to to young people. So when you say it's uh, geared toward young people, what age group are we talking about here? Well, when we created the series, we were thinking of kids between middle school to 18, 19. What we found is that it skews a little bit older. When we look at who watches the series, it's high school to middle 20s. But we get a lot of adults that use the program. In fact, a lot of programs for adults that use the program as well. So what kind of topics are you guys tackling? We tried to think of what kinds of questions people would have. You know, this generation of Catholics, for better or for worse, is not completely in religious education. In fact, we did a study in 2015, and we found that 68% of Catholic youth were in no religious education at all, not youth group, not Catholic school, not religious ed on Sundays. So where do they go when they have questions? And where they go is the internet, and the internet has lots of things to offer. And at the time, there wasn't much out there to explain things about the Catholic Church. So we looked at questions about the Bible. We have sort of units that we we try to think of categories. So we talk about the Bible, the different sections of the Bible, how the Bible was formed. We talk about prayer and spirituality and liturgy. So we talk about all the sac. We have an episode on each of the sacraments. We have an episode on the liturgical year. We have an episode on the ways that Catholics pray and some of the various prayer traditions, the Ignatian tradition, the Benedictine tradition. We have episodes on history and various parts of history, and of course, doctrine. One of our big episodes, for example, is the seven deadly sins. A lot of people like that episode, and it's gotten a lot of views over the years. Why do you think that this kind of, I will say catechesis, but, you know, to break that down to say this kind of learning in this way is important for this generation? This generation is a generation raised on the internet. They've grown up with it since they were very small. So when they have questions, they're more likely than not starting with the internet. They can do it privately. They can, you know, without making a big deal of it with other people. 
So we hope that this, that our videos get in the way of their questions. So when they're doing a search engine, they're looking for about an issue that they'll stumble on our videos and this will help them to watch. But what we also found is it's gotta be entertaining. If it's not entertaining in the first 10 seconds, people are gonna go on to something else. So we try to have something out there that gives them a little bit of entertainment, but also draws them in. And these are not heavily theological, not a lot of theological language or religious jargon. In fact, we try, whenever we use a theological word or a, a word that's common to a lot of us Catholics, but might not be common to somebody that's just new, we try to explain it, let people know what it is. You know, concepts like the incarnation, the idea that Jesus became human, that God became human. That's not a word that a lot of people know. So when we when we use a word like that, we try to explain it so that it's friendly and hospitable to the person who's seeking and who's trying to find some answers. We also recognize videos are our starting place. You won't learn everything about the Bible in our videos, but we hope it gives you some interesting and entertaining facts and encourages you to go a little deeper into asking the question in other ways as well. We're talking with Father David from CatholicCentral.com, and they produce these awesome, amazing teaching videos, and they're funny, they are well done, and it's seemingly just a really important way to convey our faith. This website and these videos, they are a part of the Family Theater. Can you tell everyone a little bit about the Family Theater and uh, Venerable Patrick Payton? Sure. Family Theater Productions was founded by a priest whose name is Father Patrick Payton. He was a Holy Cross priest. He was ordained around the start of World War II. An amazing man. He had had a miraculous cure. He was cured of tuberculosis while he was in the seminary, and he attributed it to the Blessed Mother. So he really wanted to promote the faith. He really wanted to promote family prayer and especially the rosary. Pretty early in this, he started using mass media, and the mass media of the day was radio. Uh, and so Father Payton started doing local radio, and then he wanted to do a national radio show every week. He went to Los Angeles, came to Hollywood, and he did that in the, the fall of 1946. By the February 1947, uh, he had a national radio show on the second largest radio network of today. And then that radio turned into television and film, and now we've continued the media work. So we do lots of things on internet. We do some feature. We still do some feature films. We don't do so much television anymore, but we have a series that are posted on the internet. So we continue his mission. Now, if you don't know Father Payton, and most people don't, you might know his most famous phrase, and that is the family that prays together stays together. That was the motto that God had guided Father Payton's life, but it was actually a phrase that was created as the tagline for our radio show. At the, very, at the end of every radio show, it, it, you'd hear a big voice say, and the family that prays together stays together. I feel like he was like the original influencer because he got <laughs> famous people to pray in public. I mean, people like Frank Sinatra and, you know, just amazing, you know, Bing Crosby, people that were big, big names, but got them to, you know, step out and talk about their faith. Yeah, he had this way about him. He was kind of a shy man, but when it came to asking something for this mission of helping families pray, he, he was fearless. So the first radio show, for example, he wanted to do a radio show and the network said, all right, you can do it, but you have to have a big star. He said, well, who's the biggest star out there? And at the time, it was Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby was huge. He was the, the biggest pop star, biggest pop singer out there. Well, Father Peyton calls Bing Crosby at his home on Good Friday of 1945 
He says, will you be on my radio show? And Bing Crosby hears him out, calls him back on Easter Monday and says, I'll do it. So Bing Crosby was on, on our first radio show, along with President Truman. President Truman also gave a word on the first radio show that Father Payton did. So he just had this way of bringing people in because he was convinced that if families prayed together, the lives of individuals would be better, the lives of families, the lives of church, the lives of the nations in the world would be better. And I just love how it's kind of evolved into this new website, catholiccentral.com. And I think that he would be so proud of what you guys are doing. So, Father David, what are the most searched things on Catholic Central? What are people wanting to see? Believe it or not, Seven Deadly Sins is one of our most popular episodes. And I think because it gets gets shared. A lot of our shorter episodes on like uh, this time, you know, Ash Wednesday is coming up uh, shortly and so our Ash Wednesday episodes and, you know, things that are uh, have like a calendar date associated with them get a lot of hits. We got we did an episode on the liturgical year of all things, you know, the cycle of Advent, Christmas, Ordinary Time, Lent, Holy Week, Easter, Pentecost. Um, believe it or not, that episode gets a lot of hits. I think that's often from people who are in the rite of Christian initiation of adults. That's the process by which people become Catholic. So some of the episodes seem strange to me that they would get so many hits and some of them, you know, make sense. We get a lot on our, on our pro-life episodes where we kind of try to lay out the consistent ethic of life that um, the church has always preached. So, um, yeah, those are some of the ones that have gotten some of the most the most interest. So, Father, I forgive my ignorance. Are you guys on YouTube, or is this just on the Catholic Central website? Well, you can find it on both, but it it, it lives on YouTube, and you but you can link to it on the website. But here's the advantage of going to the website. The website also for each episode, we have a list of reflection questions if people want to think more deeply, and we also have a resources page where we give. Uh, places that people can go if they want to know more about the topic. Those resources sometimes are other videos from other, you know, the, our great, in this great Catholic world, there's lots out there. So we try to let people know about the other great things out there. But there's also, you know, we recommend books or articles or other things that people can look at. So you can find it either way, but the, the, the resources that the extra resources are available only on the website. So, Father, uh, where do you see this going? I know you guys have been doing it for a little while now, but what is the kind of, you know, next five years, next two years of Catholic Central and what you're trying to accomplish? Well, we want to keep making topics. We, we really, when we select topics, we try to sit with our team. We have a great team. We've got an amazing young woman whose producer, her name is Sus- Susanna Duenas. We've got a, an experienced religious educator named David Impostato, and we really try to listen or what people are asking, what they're searching for, what it would be, uh, what's in their hearts and minds. So we'll continue to develop topics in that way. We just added two new hosts. We, we started with Kaiser Johnson and Libby Slater as our hosts. We just added Gabby Esty and Nick Vicinanto, um, incredible young people, incredible people of faith that um, are part of the series. Uh, we also have a companion um, series in Spanish that's called Lente Catolico. So Lente Catolico is for, for our Spanish-speaking audience. So we have hope that there'll never be an end to the kinds of questions that young people have. And so we'll keep uh, making um, videos to try to answer or respond to those questions and those interests and 
people who are seeking something in their lives. We're talking with Father David. He's with CatholicCentral.com, and it's a website that has these really great resources for learning about your faith. Um, Now, Father David, how are you guys funded? How can people get involved with what you're doing over at Catholic Central? One thing, uh, please subscribe uh, on the YouTube channel uh, or sign up for email updates on on the website. We'd love to keep in touch with you. If you have ideas for topics or things that you'd like to learn about or things you'd like us to address, we'd love to hear that always looking for input. We love, we pay attention to the comments that are in the comment section on our videos or are on our social media and the the website, our social media kind of being part of the community around this. It's a wonderful thing. We really invite you to be part of it. And um, the social media explains the things that we have going on and other events and other possibilities of getting to know the the host or um, being involved with the, with the program and what it has to offer. So catholiccentral.com, um, it's, again, a website that has some really great videos of learning um, your faith and, you know, kind of explaining why the Catholic Church, why uh, we do what we do, and um, kind of, it's, uh, can I say non-threatening? Does that sound accurate, Father David? It just, it's, it's uh, <laughs> introductory. We, we, we try to make it hospitable. We try to make it hospitable. That's the right so word. You, you don't feel like, so when people watch, they don't feel like they, they're, they don't know anything. Um, we're trying to honor that if you're watching a video or if you search for this video, you have an interest. God bless you. Here, here's something for you. And that's our approach. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it.